I'm Jordan Rains, the IDP Army, here with Stefania Bell at the Senior Bowl. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good now that I'm here. Had a yeah. little trouble getting here, but I'm here, so I, I'm good. Yeah, the weather up in the Midwest where we left from, I mean, there's like ice and snow. I, I and heard about that. There was fog down yes. in Alabama, so but wow. we're all good. We're all here we now. We made it. We made it. Well, thank you for the time. So we want to talk to you. You know, we've been talking to players coming into the NFL, not quite in the fantasy realm yet, but getting there. You're obviously a fantasy expert, one of the best in the business. What do you think about the fantasy industry right now and kind of as it continues to progress? You've been in it for a while. How's the evolution of that been to watch, to be a part of, to influence that culture uh, as it just continues to expand from what it was such a fledgling thing a few years ago, it seems like. It's crazy. I mean, when I started doing this, um, you know, and kind of pushing to get into the fantasy sports world, it felt like a niche industry and very mom and pop at, at the meetings at the Fantasy Sports and Trade Association, which is now Fantasy Sports and Gaming Association. That's how I dipped my toe in the pool to meet the people in the industry. And there were maybe a hundred people at the event. And now it's several hundreds of people, all the fantasy companies that attended. So you can see in the diversity of people who are playing, the age spectrum, you know, more women, it, it, it's really continued to evolve. And when I first got into it, people told me, like, oh, fantasy's not gonna last. That's mm -hmm. what I heard a lot. Um, that clearly is not true. The numbers continue to yes, grow. So every year. Uh, yeah, and we love it. I mean, I love it even, you're seeing kids in classrooms or they have like fantasy sports clubs yeah. and they're using it as an educational tool to work in like math or statistics. That's I love awesome. it. I love it. That's cool. Yeah. And the, the, being in an industry, like you said, it seems like it's new, but we're kind of in the thick of things. I feel like we're hitting a, a growth point. You're going to the FSGA. How long have you been a part of that organization? Because we're not part of it, but I've thought about it and considered it. What are your thoughts? Like pitch it to me as somebody who well, maybe. Well, I mean, um, so. ESPN is a member, so I don't attend every meeting mm -hmm. anymore because we have a lot of different people who represent us on the business and the app development side and all of those things. But I just think it's it's a community of people who have similar interests. And obviously, fantasy and gaming are running in a common space. Yep, so I think the conversations there, it's like anytime you go to a conference where there's people pitching new ideas, uh, there's a chance to learn from other people who are members mm -hmm. of the associations or what their experience has been. Uh, and people talk about like how are the audiences changing and evolving and who are our consumers and demographics what do people like you know what are they gravitating towards what are sort of the new trends in the industry all those kind of things so here comes the fun part we're uh, the idp guys we play, yeah. well, we're not the idp guys we're the idp army <laughs> but do you play any idp and what are your thoughts on that format because i know the way i frame it to people is if we're watching football as fantasy people it enhances what we're already doing, right? And we're already watching an offense and a defensive snap. Now we're choosing to actively disengage a little bit from the defense. We choose to see them as the bad guys. Like yeah. We don't want them to or, succeed. Or a unit. Exactly, They're that unit. A unit. But it's your fantasy team, and then you frame it that way. You're facing an NFL defense, and if you play IDP, it allows you to face your fantasy opponent. So, what are your thoughts on IDP? As the people who, I mean, I've been pounding the table for IDP for several years. It's definitely growing. I've seen the numbers and metrics slowly but the thing that i think is missing is one big voice to really kind of set apply a little pressure to the <laughs> overall industry but what are your thoughts on the format what can we do as guys out here you know knocking on doors shaking hands doing that kind of thing to maybe represent idp a little better and make it a little more enticing because i feel like if people got into it they would love it 
But it's just getting yeah. them over that initial hump that always seems to be tough. Well, I think the, the key is really it's marketing the faces of the individual players because a lot of what fantasy is built on is the fandom of the sport. And we know that it's an offensive happy league right now and yep. the stars are the offensive players. And I think because people see the defense as a whole, that's why that fits with mm. fantasy. But the more that people identify individual players, individual players the more they're drawn to it. Yeah. So I think that's really the challenge for people who are promoting IDP is how do you highlight, we know there are defensive stars, like even the, the least savvy people on the, in terms of understanding yeah. defenses, like they know who Aaron Donald is. Yeah, and they, they know, know they know when certain people are coming that they have to face. And Chase Young, they, yeah. supposedly. We'll yeah. see about that. But one. I mean, like they knew who JJ Watt was. It's like in TJ Watt starting to become that person. They recognize that there are individual players who can have an impact on the they game. They can change the whole game. They can like change that. the whole game. But I think they need to learn more about those folks because it's familiarity right it's like anything yep. name recognition familiarity and the more you identify some of the individual players and their skills and even understanding what they do what and the they do yes. and also why it is worth points you know yes. and and that it's not you can have a defense that's not phenomenal as a whole but you can have a defensive player who makes who a huge crushes. difference right. exactly exactly right. so I, I that would, those would be my tips thank you and you're right it's i i thought chase young would save us didn't quite get there <laughs> nick bosa was close then he got a little hurt tj watt hurt it's tough but we, we do have some faces yeah. shaquille leonard for yeah. a minute i thought mm -hmm. derwin james he's one that derwin, everybody yeah. loves so mm -hmm. you're, you're right i think that Thank you for that advice. I think we will focus maybe a little more on pushing individual players on teams that people already know and love. Another thing that I'm going to try to do is I want to find an Austin Eckler type of guy on defense who I've kind of talked to Cam Jordan a little who bit. Who likes, who loves the fantasy. He's a media, exactly, yeah. and I want to get, and if they can say, oh, I'm playing IDP defense, then all of a sudden I think, right. and it's one thing like that, because you saw what happened with the whole Debbie community in the last mm -hmm. couple of years. It took one or two individual faces really saying, I'm pushing this, and everybody was interested. Right. I think I'm pretty enough, but I'm not well-liked <laughs> enough to be that voice or that person yet. But we'll get yeah. there eventually. Anyway, thank you so much oh, for your time. It's been amazing talking to you. I appreciate it. My pleasure. It. My pleasure. Good luck with yeah. you know, elevating that interest in the IDP format. We're, like I said, we're out here. We're, we're, we're pressing the flesh. We're shaking the hands. We're knocking on the door. Talking to the you're defensive the right guys. You're, you're, these are the new players who are coming into yeah. the fantasy Told a couple so. of guys. I was like, look, we're going to detackle. I'm like, we're going to be gassing you up you know, for <laughs> fantasy football. I know you probably don't think that happens, but we will. So they, they love it. They love That's it. That's awesome. Appreciate so, your yeah. Uh, no, thank you for yeah, having me. It's nice that you guys are out here. It's yeah. Good. Hope we'll see you again. What is up, IDP Army? What is up, Fantasy Football Fanatics? Thank you, Maximus, for the heads up. Did not realize my mic is muted, so we're starting the stream over again. Like I said, welcome in. We are going to be talking about IDP updates, a much-needed IDP update uh, to the, the rankings and give you guys uh, kind of an idea of where my head's at on some IDP players. Maybe look at some current NFL news as well. So thank you for being here. If it's your first time on the channel, we would love for you to subscribe to the channel. Give us a thumbs up and be sure to check out our podcast feed too. We have four separate podcasts across two different feeds. So we would love to have you over there following along on the podcast feeds. While you're there, leave a five-star rating and review. That would be really awesome. We would appreciate that. It does a lot to you know, show support for the show and show people that, you know, again, that we're not good content. We would, you know, we like reading those reviews too. If a good one comes through or a bad one, we'll, we'll sometimes read those. So uh, maybe you can get your, your review read on the show if you're interested in something like that. 
you want to support the show or, you know, or the channel and us, you know, just in general, a little bit more, become a channel member. You'll have a chance to get in giveaways, IDP Army Leagues. We're going to be giving out merch. We'll be doing, you know, get access to all of our rankings as well and our advice. You know, we, we, we pride ourselves in being, you know, exclusive, highly specialized, you know, interdisciplinary fantasy football players. You know, we love Dynasty. We love IDP. We love best ball. And we play it all very actively and we do well at it and we create content around it and share our thoughts and ideas. So if you want to get in there and get in there with us and, you know, get your hands dirty a little bit and really get after it, win some leagues, put some people on notice, join the join the membership, uh, which is there's a link in the bio for the channel. Um, There should be a link to in the podcast feed. So check those out. We would love to have you there. Um, Anything else I need to talk about before we jump into it? Now, let's just go ahead and hop into it. Like I said, we are going to be talking IDP players, uh, some updates that needed to be happening. Maybe talk about a few players that are, you know, coming up in a lot of questions that I'm seeing across Discord, across Facebook, across YouTube, across TikTok, across Twitter. You know, there's a lot of places these conversations happen. We have eyes and ears everywhere, Reddit as well. So some players that are commonly coming up. Uh, people are wanting to know kind of how should I handle this player? What should I do with them? So let's just go ahead and hop right. All right. So the first player we are going to talk about is Drew Tranquil. Um, he's moving from the Los Angeles Chargers to the Kansas City Chiefs which is kind of disrupting, you know, a potential sort of breakout, you know, position, solidification of a position for Willie Gay. We know that Nick Bolton is going to hold down his job. He had an incredible season. He actually moved up in the index from the position he was in or the tier he was in from tier two, one of the top tier two players. He's now in tier one across our dynasty rankings as he should be. But who's the guy who plays next to him? They brought in Drew Tranquil. It's a one-year deal. The more I look at Drew Tranquil's stats, though, and, you know, this is all only available in the Ultimate IDP Index. I'm a channel member, and you can look at it. But Drew Tranquil really has had an impressive run the last couple of seasons, much more impressive than Willie Gay. Uh, 978 snaps this season, 148 tackles, or 46, rather, 21 impact plays, and a pretty impressive 2.3 or 3.33 points per snap for Drew Tranquil. So... When push comes to shove, the way I'm kind of viewing this, you know, as I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, Drew Tranquil, Willie Gay, if I can't get Nick Bolton, who do I want to attack? I think it is Drew Tranquil, and here's why. You know, Willie Gay's contract situation, you know, as they drafted him, but it should be up soon, and he could probably be moving on. They did give Tranquil a one-year deal, but I think if he does well, which I anticipate him doing well, they're probably going to keep him around. Again, if you go look in the index, he's been a very, very productive linebacker over the past couple of seasons. This was last year in 2021. 2021, 76 tackles, not quite the, the massive season. But again, a very healthy 0.27 points per snap. That's what you want to see in Dynasty. Uh, you know, that's I mean, that's what you want to see for any player in IDP. So very much into Drew Tranquil over over Willie Gay right now. Now, that's not to say that Willie Gay is going to be obsolete from the conversation. You know, he could easily be picked up by a different team, the Steelers, somebody else, and he's going to continue to probably be fantasy relevant. But I think that Drew Tranquil should not be forgot- a forgotten asset or an underappreciated asset. Don't let somebody like me, you know, or some you know, sniff around and take him off your team too cheaply. 
just because he doesn't have the the clout per se as some of these other linebackers may be out here on some of these other teams. So that's who I, I want to talk about. Drew Tranquil. There's other players I want to talk about. Um, where am I? In my notes here. Can't find him. Ah. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Give me one sec, y'all. That's not it. That's not it. Well, the other one of them was Willie Gay, but we just talked about him. Ah, there it is. Quincy Williams. So I'm going to pull him up in the index. This is another guy I think is being a little bit undervalued right now in the fantasy football community. Quincy Williams. Again, it's just the name value. Um, let's go check him out. He did just get paid by the Jets. And decided to keep him on. But the thing to me is Quincy Williams has been very fancy relevant for a little longer than I think we care to remember. Let me see if I can shrink this down a little. Make it a little more manageable here. All right, so let's take a look at Quincy Williams last season. Whoops. All right, 0.29 points per snap. Good. 793 snaps. That's fine. 106 tackles. Love that. You know, 12 tackles for a loss. Solid, solid, solid number. Only one pass deflection. A little scary in today's NFL that you can't get your hands on the ball because uh, you know the ball is whipping around out there. But, you know, you could sell it as some upside maybe. Potential future uh, future gains to be had. But overall, I mean, what I wanted to bring up really, really get or Quincy Williams here is this is 2022, right? So he's had a pretty good year. Let's look at his former seasons. 2021, another pretty good season here. 0.27 points per snap. Nine tackles for loss. Five pass deflections for Quincy Williams in 2021. That's very fantasy relevant. That's a very fantasy relevant player. Let's go back to 2020. 
a little less so only 89 snaps okay you know this wasn't a perfect situation but again the, the points per snap staying very high 0.27 and then you go all the way back to 20 ooh, 2019 played quite a few snaps not 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 too great here but you know his overall raw stats still fine 50 total tackles across 500 snaps a little 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 peckish there on the tackle rate of 9.74 but again this was his rookie season 2019 it's been very good since then 12.36 for a tackle rate again points per snap very healthy tackle rate well into the double digits again in this last year best of his career so this is a player who has just had best of his career you know season and people i don't really think are valuing him right i, I think i saw a um maybe i actually have a tweet that i was gonna pull up somebody mentioned him i think in a, in a poll on twitter and Quincy Williams was just like losing to people I did not think he should be losing to in a poll about value. I don't have it right here. Maybe I'll pull that up or, or retweet it out on the Twitter. So go check that out. But I just wanted you to realize and notice Quincy Williams has been very fantasy relevant, IDP relevant for quite a while. And he's been, again, it's, it's not just a little bit of notice. Like he's playing a lot of football and he's making a difference for your teams. So there's no reason to really be undervaluing him except for the name, you know, which isn't a big name in probably many circles, not even our circle. But we welcome you, Quincy Williams, to our circle. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we gassed him up enough there <coughs> for somebody to to make a to make a move and get him. So next player I'm going to talk about. I don't really need this thing for. I'm going to try to make myself full screen. Oops. So Jamal Adams, uh, Julian Love, and Quandre Diggs just had a space with Mace uh, on on Twitter. If you all check those out, and we were talking a little bit about the safety situation because I read something that Bucky Brooks Brooks had put out, you know, kind of breaking down how Pete Carroll has brought in Julian Love and how he likes that move. And not to get in deep into the weeds and the numbers, you know, you can look all that stuff up yourself. You should do your own research, but. We talked a little bit more about why they made this move and how it could all fit together. You know, and Jamal Adams has been fragile. He's missed, I think it was like 22 games is what uh, Bucky had cited there in the last two seasons. That's a lot of football to miss. Uh, maybe it was even three seasons. But that's a lot of football to miss for a guy getting paid like him. And Iggy brought up a good point. He's like, you know, he's fragile. And he's shown that. And that's true. You know, that's something we adhere to on this channel is when a player kind of shows you who they are, you believe them, you know. Now, could he stop being fragile? Sure. But today, he's been a fragile asset. So I say all that to say Julian Love is pretty dang good. Quandra Diggs is pretty dang good. And Jamal Adams is pretty dang good. The thing is, we know Jamal Adams has his issues. I think the situation, and Iggy kind of agreed with me, and so did Mace, you know, we're looking at a situation where they can play the other two guys deep, and they're allowed to really use Jamal Adams sparingly as a weapon you know and he likes to rush the passer he broke the sack record for defensive backs nine and a half sacks a few seasons ago since then he really hasn't done much in that department but we have we do know that he's a versatile player pete carroll's a smart coach he's a he's a wily old fella um i really like this three safety package that he's got and i i, I don't i think that could cap everybody's ceiling but i don't want people to undervalue 
any of these players you know nobody really has a, nobody could should be looking at anybody in this group you know between Quandre Diggs Jamal Adams or Julian Love as a DB1 but they're going to be fantasy relevant guys maybe have some DB1 weeks and are probably going to be potentially on your waiver wires in some dynasty leagues right now so go check them out um don't want to sleep on them too too much and actually, the last player I wanted to talk about is the brother of Quinn and Quincy Williams, Quinn and Williams, uh, because I've been kind of going back and forth with some trades with some guys and trying to figure out exactly where I view Quinny, Quincy, Quincy or Quinn and my, my rather. I'm sorry. Let me pull him up here on the stream. Oh, big Q. That's what we call him right here. Well, it'll be... Might work if I had him pulled up, huh? Bada boom. All right, there you are, Big Q. Big Q on deck. Bang. So we got my man Big Q here. All right, we love Big Q. Tier three defensive line player for me. Um, and I think he's kind of the heir apparent to the Aaron Donald like name that everyone's just going to kind of throw out there for the rest of forever as the best defensive tackle in the league, and rightfully so. He's a kind of a game game wrecker, and I just wanted to point out that I was I moved his draft pick capital. You can see right here. This is all in the index for every single player. He's now a hold. I think you could probably buy him, but I have a second round pick as his value. And that's in a mixed, you know, IDP and offensive league, offense, defensive rookie draft. You know, if you want to look to get rid of a pick without a player or find a conversion point, I like to use picks. Quinn Williams worth a second round pick because you get a young player, 25 years old, who's had several really good seasons. He did hurt his foot this last year, still came out, had an amazing season. Let's pull up his stats, his actual stats. 12 sacks on 690 snaps. That is impressive. But look at the diversity of his production profile here. Plenty of sacks, plenty of quarterback hits. 28 quarterback hits on 690 snaps. That's crazy. That is crazy. In a good way, that's special. Um, what are some of these other things he, he was able to do? Four pass deflections. But again, 12 sacks, 12 sacks. And I'm not saying he's going to do that again. You know, it's me and people are like, oh, I can't do it again. Well, let's just look at some of the auxiliary metrics, you know. Per points per snap, 3.4, pretty high. I uh, doubt it was that high before. Tackle rate, almost 8%. Impact play rate, 4.5%. Let's go look at him the year before. Six sacks, similar uh, sack number, snap number, 613. Tackles, 53. We, we, we can work with that. That's a very workable number. QB hits, though, kind of uh, a lot lower here. Only 12. But points per snap, still 0.26. That's a, that's a rock-solid number at any position. And to have a you know defensive line player, interior defensive line player, have a number that's solid and then really, really good two years in a row, pay attention. Pay, pay attention. Season before that, sub-600 snaps. Still 55 tackles for Big Q. Love that. Seven sacks. Look at him. 0.3 points per snap. Actually, I remember I made a video about him. And these are the, you know, this is two years ago. I made a video about him. I'm pretty sure if you go to the channel and you go to our shorts and go way down. He, I actually did say that he was better. You should be drafting him instead of Aaron Donald. And I said that he might be better than Aaron Donald coming into last season. 
I feel like that's going to gain some steam out there. And again, he's one of these players where every time I bring him up, I bring him up because I feel like I don't bring him up enough, but he's just been a, a vision for the Jets. He's a big part of the, the culture they have there, I believe, and a big part of the reason that defense is kind of doing what it needs to do. You know, Robert Sala shows up, he has a career year. You know, these things are not accidents. You go back here, this is rookie season. Who was a coach here? Was this Bulls or was this the goofy guy? Um, oh, what was that terrible person's name? The one with like the, the eyes. Y'all remember what I'm talking about. Throw me a comment, Maximus. Actually, again, shout out Maximus um, for saving the whole show there with telling me that I was muted. Uh, it's an absolute, it's just an absolute legend, total hero, hero ball out here. Um, unstoppable force. Shout out Maximus. All right, y'all. I don't really have much more. Like I said, it was going to be a short show today. I'm going to throw something up on the channel. I did recently cut out a section on some three defensive line players that I like this year for IDP. And I think I just posted that last night, but that was part of a larger podcast that I did with Scott Connor a couple of weeks ago on the channel. So if you want to go back and check out that whole pod, you know, you should some really good nuggets in there, but uh, I'm going to try to cut out a few more pieces out of that one, but I wanted that three DL patch to go. And I'm going to kind of show off a few more pieces of the index. You know, I want you all to see what's back there and how it can help you research players. And that's, you know, the ultimate IDP index, that's our ultimately, you know, that's our main piece of intellectual property, intellectual capital. You know, the thing that we help people with the most and most uniquely and most powerfully. But we do have, you know, really good best ball rankings and really good rookie rankings and really good dynasty rankings, just like everybody else. Uh, but we have the best IDP stuff. So if you're looking to get into the game, join the channel. And even if you just want to support the channel, you get all that stuff with it, you know. So if you get our, you join the channel, you get all of our rankings. If you don't segregate it anymore, we dump it all on you. We, we give it to you. We give it to you raw. Um, I got to find a better way to say goodbye on these shows. So anywho, that's pretty much all for me, IDP Army. Um, like I said, smash subscribe, follow us along on the podcast feeds, five-star rating and review. And remember, IDP and the P, the podcast.